You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to MLB Extras, the Colorado Rockies edition. I am Allison Footer. I am here with my good friend, Thomas Harding. And Thomas, we have winter meetings that are quickly approaching and a flurry of activity, rumors, lots of things going on in baseball. Kind of quiet uh, from a Rocky standpoint. So let's just kind of talk about where where they might be headed. Do you think that there's any deals that could happen? And what is the area of focus right now that they want to improve the team with? Yeah, the area of focus is the offense. Um, it's kind of difficult to pin it down on a position because they, like a number of other teams, have been basically trying to develop this um, not, I wouldn't say totally positionless roster, but this uh, flexible roster here. So you look at first base where Ian Desmond has played, but you can move him to the outfield, and that's a good place to get a big bat. Uh, they could do it in the outfield. Also, second base has become really interesting because I think that um, it would be hard for me to think that they're going to be as competitive for DJ LeMahieu, even though I know they really value him. But, um, you know, could they get somebody to play second? But then again, you look at the guys they brought up, Brian McMahon, who they think is going to be a very big player for them. He can play first base, second base, or third base. Of course, they don't need a third baseman. So you can see where this thing could shift to various types of players that they could end up getting. So I was um, kind of perusing through some of the some of the uh, players that the Rockies might be interested in, and it seems like it's just been a big no-go, but maybe not. So it seemed like, you know, they were interested in Carlos Santana and it seemed like that might be off the table since he was traded to Seattle, but perhaps maybe they could make a deal with Seattle now. It seems like maybe the Mariners aren't that uh, committed to this at some point. And you think that maybe the Rockies could, could sweep in there and maybe get him? Uh, yeah. Uh, Jerry DePoto was saying at his press conference after all the flurry of trades where I think I think they traded six 25-man rosters. It's hard to keep up with the names here. But what he said was, um, in, in the future, they have some financial flexibility. However, the 2019 squad isn't really much cheaper than the 2018 squad. If you're looking for financial flexibility and you're looking not to, um, not to pay out more money than you need to, then, yeah, you could move Santana. He didn't rule out moving Santana or Jay Bruce. So the Rockies could still be involved. I do know that when Santana was a free agent last year, they had a lot of interest in him, but they really felt like they needed to improve the bullpen, so they made the bullpen signings. This year, the priority is the offense. So Santana could make a difference here. Obviously, a number of people around baseball could make a difference. Um, It looked like going into this week they were focused on trades, but with the trades that did happen, I think that the – Focus is starting to turn, uh, maybe not totally to free agency, since that's going to be slow this year. At least that's the way it looks to me. But it'll be free agency and trades to try to improve that offense. A couple of other players that um, the Rockies might have been interested in, it's Noah Syndergaard, and who wouldn't be interested in him? I think that that's probably, um, I, I mean, I tend to t- tend to believe the Mets when they say that he's probably off the table because they're doing things 
that uh, signify that they are in a win now uh, mode and not trying to build toward the future. I mean, they are trying to build toward the future, but they're also trying to win now. Um, so he's probably not being traded. And JT Real Muto, like who wouldn't be interested in him? But it sounds like the asking price is a little bit too high right now. And I would think that the Rockies don't have that much of prospects to even offer. Well, at this stage, they do have prospects. But when you look at what the Marlins want, um, the, 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 the going thought is that they want an established starting pitcher. And the Rockies, who had um, their, their starting rotation, had the best ERA in the National League last year. But you always need that depth, and they're very concerned about depth um, for, for, for their starting rotation. So to trade a frontline starter, I just don't see it happening. And like I say, every time that I've checked on Real Muto, um, it would be somebody off the top of the Rockies rotation, and that doesn't make a lot of sense here. So unless that price comes down, um, then I don't think the Rockies will be in play for JT Real Muto. Now, could it? I mean, it seems like everybody around baseball is saying, gee, the Marlins are asking for a lot for Real Muto. Um, so if that price comes down, maybe they could boomerang their way back into this thing. As for Syndergaard, the Rockies have had have long had interest in him. When the Mets were interested in Troy Tulowitzki, Syndergaard's name kept coming up, and there were a couple of times that a lot of people thought it, in New at times in New York and times in Denver, people thought that a trade could actually happen. It never did happen. Um, the only way I could see Syndergaard moving is in some sort of complicated deal, almost a three-team deal, where maybe they got one or two frontline pitchers from someone else with the prospects they got for Syndergaard. So it's really hard to connect those dots together. And as good a pitcher as he is, um, the new general manager, he did say uh, at their press conference, he's a part of our future. Something would have to blow us out of the water to get him, to, to get yeah. get us a trade, I should say. Yeah, yeah. And I can't imagine what that, that, that offer would ever come from anybody because the other side of that is that you kind of decimate your organization and your farm system um, for that kind of player, which is why these trades are so, so difficult to make. Let's look at maybe some of the trade chips that the Rockies do have that they might be willing, um, might be willing to deal. I mean, I, you know, some of these guys are, are players that really the Rockies probably want to hang on to. Um, but can you think of anybody that would maybe uh, seem appealing to other clubs? Well, I think what, what will happen, and this is what happened at the deadline, um, was Brendan Rodgers was a very popular ask. I think the Rockies were willing to part with some of the depth in what has turned out to be a very good minor league system, but Brendan Rodgers seemed to be the guy that everybody wanted. So so at the deadline, the only deal the Rockies made was for Sung Won Oh, the pitcher, and they made it with the Toronto Blue Jays where they got some mid-level prospects, a couple of guys that have really good athletic ability. But when you look at the top of the Rocky system, Brendan Rodgers, uh, the shortstop, um, middle infielder, I could see a lot of teams asking for him. They may not ask as much right now because he did move up to AAA after being dominant in A and was hurt at the end of the season and also had some injury problems that kept him out of the Arizona Fall League. But whenever... Um, I look at the Rocky system. It seems like they want to see how far this guy can go at the major league level for them. Um, after that, Peter Lambert, he's an outstanding young pitcher, um, made it to triple A. He's only 21 years old, made it to triple A last season. But as I said, the Rockies like depth in their system. One place that I could see maybe the Rockies being willing to listen is at third base. Cause you know, they have a pretty good third baseman there. I don't know if you've heard of him, a guy named Arenado. Um, 
They have Colton Welker, who, according to us uh, at, at MLB Pipeline, is the number two prospect there. He's a third baseman, led the uh, Class A California League in hitting. As you know, that's a high Class A league. Very big fellow, um, bigger than Arenado, who's actually pretty big at that position. Um, so he could be a guy. The other guy that that I'd be interested in seeing if teams come after would be Tyler Nevin, the son of uh, the son of the former big leaguer Phil Nevin, who had an outstanding Arizona Fall League. He um, actually by trade is a third baseman, but he has moved to first base and played very well. has a has a lot of power in the swing, and also he has so much athletic ability that there are people who believe he could even move to the outfield and be one of those multi-position players. So there are guys that are attractive in the system. Um, but if you're the Rockies where you're perpetually young and always watching your payroll and also you have Nolan Arenado to pay and your pitchers are, are nearing um, those stages, it's hard to give them up. But as I said at the beginning of this, they've got to improve that offense right now. And that brings me to my question about Adam Adovino, so a free agent and somebody who's had a great deal of success with the Colorado Rockies, but I guess maybe he's probably on his way out the door? Um, I would say it's more likely that he doesn't come back simply because this is one of the most valuable relievers in baseball and all of the uh, new generation, next generation stats, or I guess it's this generation, they really favor him. There are teams that... um, um, now, Adam hasn't been a closer in a couple of years. He was that briefly with the Rockies, but he could pitch the ninth inning or he could pitch pretty much any inning. I mean, he's really a trendy guy. So there'll be a lot of teams bidding for him. I know the Yankees have shown up in a report in the New York Post. But the question being, if the Rockies are going to hang on to him, can they really compete with other teams that find him very valuable especially if the Rockies want to improve the offense. I mean, it was the lowest batting average overall, the lowest road batting average in the history of the club last season, yet they made the playoffs. So um, if they improve the offense a little bit, are are they competing with the Dodgers to win the division and competing to go to the World Series? I don't know that they can spend that money on the bullpen when that's what's at stake here offensively. Where are the Rockies um, kind of just like overall in their psyche and the division that they play in um, with the having to, the Dodgers continuously winning that division, always being competitive, always being able to um, have a higher payroll than anybody. The Giants, of course, took a step back. They have been a thorn in everyone's side for you know most a, a good majority of the last decade. The Padres are getting better. Uh, the Diamondbacks, you never really know. But where where are the Rockies and and their optimism about 2019 and just like the long term health of the organization? It's funny because um, during a couple of pre- conference calls, I've pressed Jeff Breidich about this. The perception is the Dodgers are so far and away ahead of ahead of everyone, and they win this division by 37 games every year. They tied at the end of 162 games. Um, so while the Rockies, their their style is not to come out and say, hey, we're going to win the World Series or whatever, but they're right there. And that's um, that's why they're they're at this stage. The issue is they've done it with a with essentially their own um, farm system people. They haven't really had a lot of success in free agency, but there does come a time when you have to make that trade to kind of make it so, okay, you are truly better than the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, and that's what they're trying to get to. They, they, they're they not there yet where you can say hands down they're better, but they're better than the perception because 
They tied the Dodgers this year. Last year, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks were the only teams in all of baseball to win the season series against the Dodgers. So it's not like um, they don't feel like they're breathing the Dodgers' exhaust fumes. Yeah, no, I think that they're um, like a young, exciting, fun team to watch. Um, yeah, and I would imagine that the Dodgers probably feel a little bit threatened just by, I guess, the intelligence of some of the other teams and their abilities to put together, you know, the ability of the front office to put together uh, something. But I would think that the Rockies probably didn't look at like 2018 and say, oh, you know, we're, we're just, we were just happy to be there. Um, they, they, they know what it's like to be in a World Series and it wasn't that long ago in the big scheme of things. And I would imagine. Well, although a lot of the guys were children at the time, but yeah, they, well, the, the, the interesting thing is, I think if you looked at 2017, when they got to the wild card game, as they were going through it, you could tell that they didn't know what it was like really to be a contender, but they got there. And then at the end, um, in the wild card game, they didn't perform as well. It was a crazy game against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Last year, they won that wild card game and they went on um, against the Brewers. And the offense completely fell apart then. And you know, if you're the Colorado Rockies, that if you improve it a little bit, your park is going to help you. And, and you shouldn't have series like that. So, no, this is not a team that is, gee, we were just happy to be there because. They were built over a number of years in their in their farm system to expect a lot, and they do expect a lot. They're just not going to talk about it that much. I, I almost wish they would talk about it because there is kind of that inferiority complex around here because of because of the Dodgers. Hey, I don't think that the Dodgers necessarily are fearing the Colorado Rockies or anyone else. I mean, they you know they they, they have a very good self image. I'll say that about the Dodgers, but. Um, the Rockies have reason to believe that they are that they are as good and as competitive as um, the, the LA Dodgers. Um, so, can they make the moves that make the difference? All right, good stuff, Thomas. Enjoy the winter meetings, everybody. Thank you for listening to MLB Extras, the Colorado Rockies edition. And Thomas, we'll catch up with you when you get back from Vegas. Enjoy. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 